0: Enjoy the message. Praise the Lord. It's so good to be here, and I know God has a word for us. I want to go ahead and get into that word right now, and uh, thank you for being ready to receive and apply the word of God over your life. Uh, This morning, I want to continue uh, from last Sunday. I started a series uh, from God's word, calling it Faith, Hope, and Love. Calling it faith, hope, and love. Now, just to kind of recap a little bit before we get into the the, the message here, uh, you remember the Apostle Paul, I mean, pretty much was taking the uh, prophetic information that Jesus was giving us uh, for these end times, and he was sharing with the, the church in uh, Corinth, and Basically what the Apostle Paul was saying, listen, uh, when you go in through into these last days, that no matter what you walk through and, and no matter what you encounter in this ever-changing world that we live in, no matter how unstable things become, no matter how uncertain things get, Paul said in 1 Corinthians thirteen thirteen that things around us are going to shake, but there's going to be three things that remain, and those three things are faith, Hope and love, and the greatest of these is love. Faith, hope, and love. And I want all of us to know this morning and to be encouraged that no matter what you're walking through in your life in this present moment, Whatever you have going on in the world around you, no matter what's going on in our, in our community, uh, no matter what's going on in the world of politics, no matter what we see happening in the news, I want you to know, friend, no matter how unstable things seem, no matter what hard season that you walk through, there's going to be three things that remain, Paul says, and that's going to be faith and hope and love. And as the world that we live in grows darker, and it's growing darker by the day, and as the world that we live in grows uh, uh, faithless and hopeless and loveless, we can, Paul says, even though the world has no hope, and even though those that lose faith and lose their love, we can, as God's people, we can walk through these times, and we can walk with a faith and a hope and a love. Hallelujah. So God, help us to do that. Last Sunday, I shared with you how we can remain in these three things, and we talked about how we can remain in faith. And faith we talked about is, what is faith? It's, it's living and walking with a confident assurance in the, in the goodness and the power of God. Faith is walking and living in a confident assurance of the goodness and power of God. And how many of you know this morning, faith opens the door to the impossible? We, we come around this altar this morning and we gather together because we have faith that God is going to do the impossible. And so faith opens the door to the impossible. Faith opens the door to the breakthroughs in our life. And we talked about this last Sunday. Every follower of Jesus Christ, we need to have a a drill-press faith. We need to keep the lever pulled down. We need to keep praying through, keep pushing through, keep drilling through in the promises of God until we see that breakthrough that we've been praying for in our life. So I pray God's anointing of a drill-press faith over your life. And this morning, this morning, we want to talk about how we can remain in hope, how we can remain in hope in these uncertain times, these hard seasons that we walk through in our life. But first of all, what is hope? Now, my, my study Bible gave a great definition of hope, and let me just share it with you. It says that hope is a confident expectation. Faith is a confident assurance, but hope is a confident expectation. in the the goodness and in the power of God for my future. Are you walking this morning with a hope that you have a a confident expectation in the goodness and the power of God for your future? In other words, you believe that God is going to make a way for you to go forward out of his goodness and power for the future of your life. That's a great expectation. That's a confident expectation. Now, if we've ever needed hope, it's the day that we live in right now. We need a lot of hope. We need, a, we need to remain in hope. And our our people, we all need hope. And this nation needs hope. This world needs hope. And there's a lot of people today that are crying out for hope. There's a lot of people today that they, they have walking around with no hope because they've been overwhelmed by uh, the struggles and the, the um, sufferings in their life. There's people that are walking around today with no hope because of the tragedy and trauma that they have experienced in their life. There's people walking around with no hope today because of the present uh, situation that they're going through. Hey, there's people walking around with no hope today because they've allowed the things of this world to take a hold of their life. People today need hope, and... You might be asking this question this morning, Pastor, you're talking about how I can remain in hope and even in the hard seasons of my life. How in the world do you expect me to remain and have a confident expectation when the world around me seems to be falling apart? How do you expect me to have a hope today when, when everything around me seems so uncertain and so unstable? And how can you expect me to remain in hope when the, when the lights have gone out in my life? And let me just say to you this morning, if that's you this morning and you feel uncertain by the situations you're walking through and, and you feel like life has fallen apart, you feel like the lights have gone out, I want to give you some good news this morning, friend. That's the exact place that God wants to come and He wants to do something powerful in your life. That's where God will show up at. He shows up especially in those times. When you look in the scriptures, you see God giving people hope throughout the scriptures. You see Him giving hope to the weary, you see Him giving hope to the worried, you see Him giving hope to the lost the suffering, the, uh, the, those people living in fear. You see him giving hope to those that have been attacked by the enemy. I want you to know this morning, listen to me, church, that your hope comes from God. He is our source of hope. And the Bible says that he wants to, he wants to fill you with an overflowing hope in your life that will never disappoint you. It's a hope that will be a living hope, and it's a hope that will be a lasting hope, and it will never disappoint you. Listen to what Paul says here. Now, I'm getting ready to share this passage here in Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. And and these are some hard words to to take in here. But I'm just giving you the word of God now because I'm talking to you about how you can remain in hope. First of all, you need to know that God is the source of all hope. And you need to know how he gives us this hope, how we obtain this hope. And we see this here in the scripture. And you may not like what you hear, but just hold on now. Paul says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. So just in those first two verses, Paul is telling us that, you know what, your peace comes, your hope comes when you make peace with God through Jesus Christ. And that's a hope that we can all have, that God, that Jesus, the Son of God, is our source of hope. And then in verse 3, here we go, hold on. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings. How many of you rejoiced in your sufferings? We also rejoice in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out His love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom He has given us. Romans fifteen thirteen. Paul saying again, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray this word, I just touch the hearts of the people here and those online. I thank you for your word that gives us just some application to where we are and what we're walking through. So help us to receive it now, Lord, so we can remain in hope as we walk forward in these days ahead. In Jesus' name, amen. The first thing I want to tell you this morning, if you're going to remain in hope, you can do it because you have peace with God. In verse 1, Paul says that we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. If you want to have a living and lasting hope, it starts by making sure that you've made peace with God through Jesus Christ, His Son. Please hear me this morning. Whatever, listen, whatever you face going forward, whatever this world slings into your face, whatever the enemy tries to do, You need to know this right here, that unless you know by faith that you're saved and you are forgiven and the blood of Jesus Christ has cleansed you, unless you know that by faith, then you're going to find yourself shaken. But if you have that confidence that you know that you are forgiven, you know you've been washed by the blood of the Lamb, you know that you're saved and on your way to heaven, you can say, no matter what comes my way, it doesn't matter to me because I'm in a win-win situation because, you know what, if I get destroyed down here, I'm going to, take my flight to heaven and be with the Lord. But you know what? I'm in a win-win because Jesus is my Savior. He's my Savior. You're never going to be able to remain in hope in these last days until you're confident that you're saved by God's grace and you're on your way to heaven. You're never going to be able to stand and remain in faith until you know that you know that you know that you're saved and on your way to heaven. You need to know that Jesus died on the cross He was raised from the dead. Listen, He came because He loves each and every one of us. We are all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. We need a Savior. His name is Jesus. There's no other way that you can be saved. There's no other way to the Father except through Him. And, friend, you have to repent of your sins and put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and what He did on the cross. He's our living and lasting hope. He's our living and lasting hope, and we praise God for it today. And what he wants out of every one of us is to make peace. We make peace with God through him. In other words, Paul says, you need to trust in him. You need to trust in him. And I'm asking you this morning, I got a question for you. Who or what are you trusting in? Who are you trusting in? What are you trusting in? I read a lot of things and see a lot of things, and I see today a lot of Christians are trusting in politicians more than they are Jesus. Okay. I hit a nerve there, Lord. Thank you. So we're trusting in a politician more than we are Jesus. And, and it could be that you're trusting in a pill. It could be that you're trusting in a bottle. It could be that you're trusting in some type of drug. And, and guess what? Been there, done that, and got the t-shirt. And I can tell you this right now. All of that right there will leave you hopeless. The only true, living, lasting hope is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love that song. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Yeah. On Christ this solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. I'll tell you, friend, you're going to sink without Jesus. Mm. Praise the Lord that we can make peace with God. We can have peace with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. And listen, no matter who you are this morning, that's the good news. No matter who you are, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've come through, Jesus Christ loves you, and you can trust Him to be your Lord and Savior. This past week, I had such a precious opportunity to lead two wonderful, precious people to the Lord. i got a picture I want to put up here real quick. I want you to see this picture right here. This is, uh, this is uh, Benny Best and Phyllis uh, best and uh their sister miss indy they're here today and this past wednesday uh had an opportunity and listen this couple here benny and phyllis have been on our lost souls prayer list for months and for months and we've been praying for them that they would get saved and on wednesday i was invited to join the family there to come out and to share christ with them And to lead them to the Lord. And if you notice, there's some towels wrapped around them. You know what? Went ahead led them to the Lord and took a pitcher of water. Went ahead and baptized them right there in the nursing home. Right there in the nursing home. (laughs) Miss Phyllis is in the nursing home there and she's uh, recovering. She has cancer. Her husband Benny is there uh, to support her by her side. But he has cancer as well. So they're both in a fight right now, but you know what? The fight they're in now, they're fighting with a living hope. They're fighting with a lasting hope because they have the Lord Jesus Christ with them. And I'll never forget just how precious that moment was with the power and the presence of God in that room right there as we were praying together. And it was just something that was so overwhelming. And Miss Phyllis said, I just feel like my, my heart has been lifted. Something's been lifted off of me. You know what? That's what Jesus does. He'll lift those burdens. He lifts those sins off of you, that condemnation, that shame. He lifts it all off. And he gives us a hope, friend, a living hope, a lasting hope. Look at this next picture right here. Oh, look at that precious picture right there. That's a happy family. You know what they can say now? You know what? I might be in the nursing home. I might be in a battle for my life with cancer. But it doesn't matter to me because I have a hope inside of me right now. I'm going to remain in it. I can walk forward knowing that I'm saved and on my way to heaven. Hallelujah. I'm saved and on my way to heaven. And I'm so glad. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we praise the Lord. You know what they did? They trusted in the work of the cross. They trusted in the work of salvation that comes through the cross and through the empty grave. They trusted in the blood of Jesus Christ. By faith, they received him so they could stand with a hope now. They repented of their sins. They put their faith in Jesus Christ to be their Savior and Lord. They made peace with God. I'm asking you this morning have you made peace with God? Have you made peace with God by putting your faith in his son Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins? I'm not asking you, have you been a good person? I'm not asking you, do you attend church? I'm asking you, have you put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ to be uh, Lord and Savior over your life? Have you repented of your sins? I pray you have. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice right now, they would not waste another breath, another second. God, they would call on you right now and put their faith in you to be Savior and you would give them a hope, an overflowing hope, Lord, knowing that no matter what happens to me when I walk this earth, there's a day coming, there's a day coming and I'll be with you in heaven forever and I thank you, Lord, for giving me that hope and that assurance in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Friend, listen to me. Make sure that you've made peace with God through Jesus Christ. We can remain in hope because we also have the presence of God. I've talked to some people already this morning that have gone through some things this past week. And some of you that I've talked to, I can hear in your voice that you're in panic mode. And if you walked in today and you're in panic mode and you feel hopeless and you feel like there's no way forward for you and you feel hopeless in your life, I want to give you some good news this morning. No matter how you feel It does not change the truth and the fact that no matter how you feel, God will never abandon you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. The devil will try to use your emotions and your feelings to try to tell you one thing. But I'm telling you right now what faith says. And faith says that God will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He's right there with you when you walk through it all, friend. In fact, he told the prophet Isaiah, he says, fear not, be be not dismayed, for I am your God and I am with you. Oh, hallelujah. And I will help you and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Thank the Lord that we have a God who is with us and who will help us in the name of Jesus. He says, I am your God and I will strengthen you and help you. I want to give you some good news. Good news, friend. You'd never, whatever you're walking through right now, and I know some of you are walking through some hard seasons. You have taken some very hard hits recently in your life, in your family, with relationships, maybe your business, your finances, whatever it may be. I know what a lot of you are walking through. But can I tell you, friend, you will never have to walk alone. Listen, man may let you down. People may let you down. The preacher may let you down. Uh, people in the church may let you down. But God will never let you down. He is right there with you. He's walking with you. He is by your side. Listen, every, every step you take, every turn, He's there. Every valley, every mountain, He's there. Every crossroad, every detour, He's there. Every storm you're in, every battle you're in, He is there. He never leaves us. Jesus says, I am with you always to the very end of the age. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And even when you can't see him, even when you can't see Jesus, Jesus is still there. He's still there. He's still watching over you. He's still leading you. He's still loving you. He's still helping you. He's still strengthening you. He's still carrying you. Hallelujah. You can remain in hope in these last days, no matter what you're walking through, because Jesus is with you. Because you have the presence of God with you. Aren't you thankful for the presence of God? We can remain in hope because we have peace with God. We have the presence of God. And we can remain in hope because we have the promises of God. Thank God for the Word. Thank God for the Word. Can I encourage you today, friend, that God's promises are stronger than the struggles that you're in right now? God's promises are stronger than the suffering that you're going through right now. God's promises are stronger than the setbacks that you're facing in your life right now. And here's what you need to do you need to stand on the promises of God for whatever it is that you're walking through. You need to trust in the promises when the storms hit. You need to trust in the promises of God when the lights go out. You need to trust in the promises of God when you, like Paul said, all hope is gone. You need to trust in the promises of God when your life is falling apart. You need to trust in the promises of God when you're. Back battling for your family. You need to trust in the promises of God when you uh, take that hit in life. I'm just telling you right now, friend, you can trust in the promises of God. And you're going to need to trust in the promises of God because I'm going to tell you what will happen. The enemy will never stop. And he will go to work and he will do everything tempt you to doubt that God is with you. When you are tempted to believe that God is not with you, you need to go to the Word of God and you need to have hope in His promises. When you're tempted to fear, you need to have hope in the promises of God. When you're tempted to give up and quit and throw in the towel, you need to have the hope in the promises of God. You need to hope that He's for you and not against you. You need to have a hope that He's on your side. You need to have a hope that He can do far above what I could even ever ask or imagine. You need to have a hope that God's mercies are new every day. You need to have a hope that He that weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. You need to have a hope in the promises of God, that one day He's going to wipe away every tear. Hallelujah. You can have hope this morning in the promises of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Thank you for your hope, Lord. We remain in it right now, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, let me just tell you right quick. Paul was in a place in his life one day, and he made this statement. A greatest, one of the greatest men of God had ever walked this earth, and he said he was in a place, his testimony was, all hope is gone. You can be anointed, you can be a great follower of Christ, and you can still get to a place in your life where you feel like all hope is gone. But you know what? You can continue to stand on the promises of God, even when you feel like all hope is gone. God help us to stand on the promises. This one here I'm getting ready to share with you is going to be another tough one to take in because you know what? We, we can remain in hope because we know that we have the promises of God, but we can also remain in hope because we know there's the plan of God. The plan of God. I want you to know this morning, please hear me. This is heavy on my heart right here because I want you to know that no matter who you are, God has a plan for your life. Listen, despite the the past disappointments and and discouragements and setbacks and, and failures and flaws, all that God can take and work it out for your good and for His glory. God has a plan that He's working out in your life to a day of completion. And I want you to know, young boy, young girl, everybody under the sound of my voice, God has a plan for your life. Please understand that. God has a plan for your life. And this is going to be a news flash for you. God's plan is better than your plan. God's plan is better than your plan. My plan and your plan is not better than God's plan. And I'm not minimizing anything that people are walking through right now. But I know from what God's word says that his plan is better than our plan. His ways are not our ways. And we may not understand God's plan right now on this side of heaven because the Bible says that we see things in part. So it's really hard for us to, to comprehend that we can be in God's plan and we still go through suffering and we still go uh, through struggles in this life. And I want you to know that when you go through those things that make no sense of all, that those hard hits that just kind of come out of nowhere and, and, and blindside you and your family or whatever it may be, all I can tell you to do, friend, is trust that God has a divine plan. He has a divine purpose that he's working out for my life. I may not understand it. And it doesn't feel good. Nobody is going to want to rejoice in suffering. How in the world can Paul tell us to rejoice in suffering? But we know what Paul says. It leads to a place where we have this hope that's, that's a, it's an anchor for our soul. It's, an, it's a hope that can overflow in our life, even when we walk through those struggles and those sufferings in our life. But I want you to hear me this because I know sometimes we get so caught up in what we're going through. In the suffering, in the struggles, that we get blinded and we find ourselves blaming God for what we're going through. And it's going to be impossible for you to remain in hope if you're always blaming God for what's going on in your life. It's going to be impossible. If you're always blaming God and my encouragement would be stop blaming God for what you're walking through and just believe God that he's got a divine plan and he's going to work it out to the day of completion I'm going to believe you God instead of blaming you for what I'm going through right now I'm going to have a hope in you that I know that in all things God works for the good of those that love him who have been called according to his purpose I don't understand it but I'm willing to embrace it I'm willing to accept it and say Lord I know you got a plan and here we go I'm just going to trust you with it Lord and he'll fill you with a hope all throughout scripture we see people that were going through some of the the worst suffering in their life and they were able to go through it all because they knew that God had a plan that he was working out and and we're going to be able to We're going to be able to go through it all because we know that God has a plan that he's working out. And and here's what I would encourage you to do, friend. Just focus on God's plan and focus on what's coming to us. We get so focused on the present moment and what we're in right at the time. And we get overwhelmed by that present moment. And my word to you is just don't live right there in the now. But always be thinking and looking forward to the future and what's awesome for those that are followers of Jesus Christ. What is to come? What is to come? One day the trumpet will sound and Jesus is going to come in power and glory. And the Bible says the dead in Christ will rise and we who are still alive will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is to come? What is to come? Jesus is coming. What is to come? What is to come? Focus on those things. One day, the Bible says, what is to come? One day, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every one of them ones you see, to just get under your skin. They're on TV with their microphones promoting this agenda or whatever it might be. I don't care who it is. Every. Trump, whoever, every one of them are going to bow on their knee and they're going to confess Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is to come? What is to come? One day, one day we'll be face to face with Jesus in eternity forever and ever in a place called heaven. I'm just trying to encourage you here, friend. You can remain in hope because of what you focus on that's about to come. Don't get so focused in the present moment. Just focus on what's to come. And what's to come, I'm going to be with Jesus forever and ever in a place called eternity. I was reminded of a song this week, cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord when the cares have all passed and we're home at last. And we can forever rejoice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can remain in hope because of the plan of God. And we can be hopeful today, too, because of the power of God. You can be hopeful today because of the wonder-working power of Jesus. How many of you are thankful for the wonder-working power of Jesus? You can be hopeful today because He's all-powerful. You can be hopeful today because with Him all things are possible. Nothing is too hard for our Lord. God has the power to turn that situation around in your life. God has the power to bring you through that battle and that storm. God has the uh, power to rescue you out of that situation. God has the power to turn darkness into light. God has the power to give you a new beginning today. God has the power, listen to me, to give you a courage to stand in faith when everyone else is shaken in fear. God has the power to bring you through what you're going through in your life. Listen, He's at work today and you can have an overflowing hope knowing that He's working all things out for my good by His power and by His goodness. He's working, friend. His power is at work right now. His power is at work. He's working to deliver us. He's working to defend us. He's working to take care of us. He's working to make a way for us. He's a way maker. Hallelujah. He is the way maker. And in fact, you look through the scriptures and the people there of God, they came up to the Red Sea and the wonder working power of God went to work and he made a way for them. Hallelujah. I think about Peter when he was in prison about to be killed for the faith and the Lord delivered him out of that prison. You know what happened? The wonder working power of God went to work and he made a way for Peter. I think about Paul when he's on a boat and he's shipwrecked and it looks like everybody's going to die. And his testimony said, all hope is gone and then the wonder working power of God was there and made a way for them to be delivered friend I don't care who you are what you're walking through today Pastor Kevin if you'll come God has the power to make a way for you He has the power to make a way for you He can bring you through He's the way maker He wants you to have a hope today a living hope, a lasting hope an overflowing hope Please hear me. You can can overflow with hope today. You can remain in hope today for your family. Some of you I know have walked around very discouraged because of some things you hadn't seen happen. Can I tell you, friend, God is working? Trust Him. Trust Him. Trust Him. For your children, your grandchildren, remain in hope for them. For your marriage, for your business, for your school, for your ministry, remain hopeful that God is not done. Continue to work and make a way. Don't give up. Keep pressing through. Keep pushing through. Do it with a hope, a confident expectation in the goodness and the power of God for your future. Friend, listen to me. God has got your future. He is in control. Thank you, Lord. It's a it's a hopeful future. It's a blessed. Hallelujah. You can expect God. You can expect Him to make a way. You can expect Him to deliver. You can expect Him to protect. You can expect Him to heal. You can expect Him to provide for every need in your life. You can expect Him to restore. You can expect victory in whatever you're walking through. You can expect a breakthrough. You can get up and hope today. You can walk in hope today. You can can have a hope for the outcome that you're praying for. You can have a hope for the impossible. You can have a hope today that God is going to make a way forward for you. You can be confident about that. You can expect that. Man, my prayer is that every single one of us in this place, that we would have a confident expectation in the goodness and in the power of God for our future the future for me, my family our church, this community all around us I'm trusting in God I'm trusting, I'm trusting, I'm trusting and I'm not like the world I have a hope I have a hope man I'm telling you I'm just trying to find a gear to hit to bring it down need that Jake break some of y'all know what I'm talking about would you stand with me please I want you to be very reverent to what's going on please we're not quite finished yet and I just want to offer to you something here to kind of help us to pray and worship as we prepare here just in a second to just apply everything to our hearts. I really and truly believe with all of my heart today that no one has walked in by accident. And I also believe that God is here to make an exchange with you today. Whoever you are, I believe God is here to make an exchange with you. Some of you have had this this doubt over you and this discouragement over you. Some of you've had some hurt some bitterness, some brokenness in your life, whatever it may be, some disappointments, I honestly believe with all of my heart that that God is saying, I want to make an exchange with you today. I I want to exchange the hurts that you've had in your life. I want to exchange it, and I want to give you some hope today. Uh, the, The hard season that you're in right now, whoever you are, that you're walking through right now, and you really don't know how to see a way forward, and you're in that hard place, and God is saying, I want you to exchange that hard place right now, and I want to give you some hope. Some of you have just even this past week you've been, you've had some, some hard hits you've taken in life right now and you're trying to process what's going on and God's saying stop trying to process it and, and let me just exchange some hope right now for that hard hit that you've taken in your life. And it starts by just giving it all to Jesus. Give it all to Him. Friend, make the exchange today. Make the exchange today. Whatever it is that you've walked in here with, whatever it is that you're carrying right now, just say, Lord, I'm making the exchange today. You know where I am, Lord, and I'm desperate for you, Lord. Please, I need a hope that will help me to remain steadfast and true to you, God. Fill me, Lord. Fill my heart with an overflowing hope, God. I'm just asking you right now, next few seconds, you be obedient to God. If you're here today and you're ready to make this exchange, you're ready to make this exchange and take on the hope of God to fill you by the power of the Holy Spirit, would you quickly step out right now and just make your way here? We won't prolong it, I promise you. I just want to pray with you. If you need to make an exchange today from some things in your life for some hope that can only come from God, I want you to please come and just make your way. There's one there. There's one there. Here comes another. God bless you. God bless you. Or to any others, any others, any others. Come on, quickly, please. Praise God. I'm here to make an exchange, God. Thank you for being obedient to the Lord. I'm here to exchange this this hurt, Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I need a couple of prayer warriors to come stand behind these individuals right here. Would you please stand right there with these here at the altar? Kim, would you help us, please? Come on. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Right there where you are over the next few minutes, I want you just as we sing. I want you to exchange whatever it is that you're carrying in your life right now, and I want you to exchange it for hope. By faith, I'm taking on the hope of God in my life right now. Come on, you make that exchange right now. Hold your arms out to the Lord, everybody.